Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Madison Scarlett, and this is Hey Twenties. Today, I'm just going to jump right into it, but I really wanted to talk about feelings of inadequacy. What prevents us from moving forward and what makes us feel stuck above it all? Because I'm feeling incredibly stuck right now. Um, God, I don't even want to tell you how long I've been trying to record this for. All I can say is that I'm feeling really stuck. And I'm not the only person. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of people actually in my personal life who feel the same way. We all have this, um, I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, so the saboteur who tells us that we can't do this, that I can't do that, that it's just like the baggage from the past that we're holding on to that keeps us way down and prevents us from moving forward. Constantly, I'm telling and convincing myself that I can't do something, that I can't do this, um, I'm not going to yield the results that I want. But in actuality, yeah, I'm my own worst critic, but we also only accept ideas and thoughts that we already believe inside of us. If I truly felt that, that I could do this, then I wouldn't be having such a hard time. The only reason why I'm so affected by my thoughts of like, oh, I can't do this, you can't do this, try again, that was bad, <laughs> is because I feel inside maybe a little bit like a fraud. And I think your inner saboteur is probably telling you something similar, telling you the same things like you can't do this and you can't do that. So how the fuck do we get a grasp on this thing? How do I stop feeling this way? A lot of people, this is going to lead me to a different train of thought, but a lot of people, and depending on the perspectives that you believe or the theories that you follow, there are some very influential people that will swear up and down that we choose our thoughts, feelings, and emotions, that we choose the state of emotionality. And there are a lot of people who respectfully disagree. And I'm constantly teetering back and forth between the two. Like, yes, I do think that we have control over our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And that we choose the feeling that we're in. I choose to be sad. I choose to be depressed. I choose to be happy. I choose to feel successful. And then the other side of me, and it's only ever when I'm in the state of misery, that I'm like, nope, I am not choosing to feel this way. Why would I ever choose to feel upset if I could switch it and, and turn it off? And if it were that easy, then I would. And, and I feel like kind of marrying the two train of thoughts. It's not as simple and as uncomplicated as just be happy, just feel good, and that all of your problems will be solved. It's much more complex than that. This is where a lot of people get it twisted. It's not so much about controlling your emotions as it is about controlling your thoughts. You are your thoughts. So if you're telling yourself that you can't do something or if you're telling yourself that because of this past trauma or this past experience or this past failure that I can't do something and I'm not worthy or I'm never going to find love, whatever it is that's holding you back or making you feel stuck, then that's what you're going to become because you are your thoughts. Your thoughts are what control your emotions. You have to start tricking yourself into believing that you are so much more worthy than you give yourself credit for. And I don't think, I mean, I used to be, well, depressed. <laughs> I think a lot of us who have experienced at least, you know, like unshakable sadness, truly. It's not... The opposite of depression isn't happiness, it's vitality. 
And so, you know, having this this lackluster, not having the any joy to live or to experience life, not necessarily wanting to die, not being suicidal, but not really caring to live, not caring to be alive anymore and those feelings were awful to grapple with and if somebody told me you're choosing to feel that way I probably would have I mean I don't think I would have the energy to do anything but I would be very upset I know I definitely wouldn't feel good if someone told me that and I think that's what this particular train of thought does for people it's not very empowering it doesn't instill hope or faith it's dismissive and quite callous to be honest It's only when you're out of the storm, like I am now, that I think you can look back and say, yeah, maybe I, maybe I did have something to contribute to that. Maybe I I was allowing myself to feel so much more stuck than I actually was. And only when you realize that, when you slip back into depression or when you slip back into sadness, fear, doubt, worry, whatever it is that's taking up your energy and time you're able to kind of like rationalize with yourself. What am I thinking about that's making me feel so bad? Why am I thinking about this? Acknowledge it. You don't all of a sudden have to be this two-dimensional person that doesn't feel anything. There's this wildly inaccurate idea that once you start on your self-actualization or your journey to be a better person, that you're never going to experience those moments of fear, doubt, worry, anger, whatever those quote negative emotions but that's not true you you probably are going to experience them the exact same amount that you do now the only difference is that it's the time that you spend in that space I still get sad I still get emotional I still get reactive and that was a huge disappointment for me I was like what's what why why aren't I mother Teresa yet that's what I was expecting hello and why isn't everything coming the way that I thought it was going to and just having these expectations and the reality didn't meet them and so being very disappointed by it but it's not about that it's about reframing things so it better serves you and the journey that you're on I've had this conversation with coworkers before um, and I'm willing to admit maybe I'm just not jaded enough Maybe my age makes me incredibly naive, but I would rather be naively happy and enjoying life than miserable and serious. Being happy isn't a consequence of something. Being happy is a state of mind. It's a perception. But still, let's say for argument's sake that what you really want out of life, you're not going to get. Or the goals that you want, you're not going to achieve. Which is awful to even say in like a hypothetical situation. But again, trying to prove a point, and so your future is unattainable, it's not in the cards for you, and what you want isn't exactly going to happen. Does that mean that you get to live a miserable life? If that's your fate, I mean, I I don't think that it is, and I really do feel that we have more control and say over our lives than we give ourselves credit for. But if that is your life, do you surrender to the grievances? Do you surrender to that negative way of thinking? You could, you definitely could, and you would have all the reason and validity in the world to do so, but as long as you know that you're the only one suffering at the end of the day, you're the one holding on to all of that agony, as justified and valid as it is, it hurts you the most, no matter what. People can feel for you, they can want to support you, they can have empathy for you in the situation that you're in, 
but it, it does the most damage to your soul and your growth. And critics are so quick to say, well, then you're just not living reality and you're living in a dream world and that's just not what it is. Well, so what? Who cares? Who cares if that's not what it is? I think if you're depressed, I think if you're experiencing anxiety and, and sadness or, you know, un, any unfavorable emotions, it's because you're paying attention. It's because you realize that this world is a messed up place. There are endless reasons to be miserable. If you're paying attention and you have your eyes open, you will always find something to be upset about because that's the way this world is. Happiness takes work. Happiness is a conscious effort. And especially if you're retraining your thought and your body and your mind and your spirit into doing something that maybe you've never had to do before. And I don't want to take that away from people. It's true. If you want to be upset, then that's okay. Sometimes that's the state that you need to be in. Sometimes you need to be sad. And that's fucking okay. That is so okay. If you want to be upset, then be upset. Just the other day, I was wailing like a baby. I cried my heart out. And I know all of this. I know better. I know what that was doing to me and that I was only hurting myself, crying about things that didn't matter, crying about stuff that I didn't even entirely understand and that's out of my control, whatever. But I needed to do that. I needed to let go. There's something so therapeutic about crying your heart out and then sleeping like a baby. (laughs) My mom always used to say that, um, cry like a baby, you sleep like a baby. And it's true. It's true. I slept soundlessly that night. Things weigh us down. I, I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but I'm like a sponge and I just absorb everything that's around me and the people and the emotions and the environment. And that was really challenging growing up, but that's made me a more empathetic person. So even though I'm on this journey and I know what I need to have the future and the success that I want. It doesn't prevent me from feeling the depths and the sorrows that I thought I could escape from or that I thought I wouldn't feel anymore. I mean, this is why I'm so captivated by children because they literally have no concept of I can't. I mean, they have actual physiological explanations as to why they think that way and their underdeveloped prefrontal cortex and decision making like they actually don't have that capability and to understand consequences but that's besides the point as we grow up and as we age we reason ourselves out of everything we do it so well like i cannot do this we are painfully aware of the consequences it prevents us from actually doing anything and moving forward I realize that by putting myself out there, I can be rejected. I know that. I know that I can be rejected. And that is such a scary thought and that is such a likely possibility that I am instead not going to participate. We start excluding ourselves from experiences. We start forfeiting life. It's the safe option, but it's also the less fulfilling option. So what does all of this mean? It means a lot, but... What I want everyone to take from this is it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Don't be ashamed that you're sad, that you're scared of the future and that you're resentful of the past or whatever it is that's making you feel like shit. Because I know a lot of us are lost right now. I'm lost as hell. My friends, the people that I've been talking to, they're lost too. These times can be so complicated and the last thing that we need to do is be hard on ourselves by not being perfect, by not being enough, by not doing more. 
What do you want me to do? It's COVID. <laughs> Life is so convoluted right now. It's not what we expected it to be. And that's okay. It's okay to be lost and unsure and, and feel uncertain. But do it anyways. Do it scared. Do it afraid of what's going to happen. Because life goes on. What's the worst that can happen? If the worst that can happen is failure, then my God, we need to come up with better fears than that. Because you're going to fail. That's inevitable. You're going to, you know, fall flat on your face. I have already. I've done it a bajillion times today. But it's reminding myself, and you should do this too, reminding yourself of what you really want out of this life, what your goals are, what your hope is. Whenever I am feeling down, I remind myself, is this a productive emotion? How is this helping me? Oh, it's not helping me? Then maybe I should do something about it. It's reminding myself that it doesn't actually serve a purpose. It doesn't mean that I snap out of it. It doesn't mean that it's all of a sudden resolved all my issues. But it helps me put things back into perspective. And reminding myself that I am my thoughts. There is something so liberating about that narrative. You know, as callous as you control your own thoughts and emotions and you're responsible for your feelings can sound, and trust me, that does sound incredibly cruel and tone deaf, it is also providing you freedom. When I really believe that, I start taking responsibility for myself and my actions and my behaviors. I stop blaming outside forces. Because when I do that, and when I start saying that so-and-so made me upset, that this situation is why I'm miserable, that my lack in this area and this person who did this and blah, 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 I lose my control and I give away my power, right? Because when everyone else or everything else is responsible for your emotional state, it says that you don't have the control, that you don't have the power to build yourself back up, that you're reliant on other things and people for your happiness and your success. That's what I meant by happy people aren't happy because of circumstances. They're happy because of their mindset, how many of my friends remember the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode? Become the pilot of your own life. As ridiculous as it sounds and as silly as it, it can be, it's true. And sometimes we need a reminder that you have more control over your life and it's not to shame anybody for the feelings that they have. Truly, it doesn't mean that because you're upset or sad or have anxiety, whatever problems that are going on, that you're responsible for it and that you need to snap out of it, whatever. It's to try and build you back up. It's to bring power back into your life. What do you want to do about it? Fuck, man, there are so many things to be upset about. You want to be upset together? Let's be upset together. I got your back. That's no problem because sometimes we need to be in that space. I need to feel grief. Like I mentioned earlier, we're not these two-dimensional characters that don't understand the gravity of the situation, that doesn't understand how unfair circumstances can be. But if that's not how you want to feel and you're ready to move on and move forward, then that's cool too. If you feel like this is bringing you further away from your goal rather than closer to it, then there's something we can do about it. There's always something that can be done. You have to have that faith of yourself. And it does start with lying to yourself about how you feel with your capabilities. Truly inside, you might be like, I am a total dope. I have no idea what I'm doing. 
let's be honest, none of us really know what we're doing, but fake it till you make it. Let's take some action and it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel painful and awkward and weird and, and fake and phony and like you're pretending to be someone that you're not right? Because it, it maybe is someone that you're not. You've conditioned yourself for so long to think and feel a certain way. And now you're just going to switch the game on everybody? People may even look at you sideways like, what is wrong with this person? Fake it until you become it. Those aren't my words. I, t- I stole that from a TED Talk. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. You deserve that. You deserve happiness. And it is so much more attainable than what we've been led to believe. I have so much faith in myself. And I'm not saying this to brag and um, rub it in anyone's face. I'm saying it because if I have faith in myself, then you can have faith in yourself. I have faith in you. I believe in you. I know that you can do anything that you want. That you are so much stronger and resilient than you give yourself credit for. I say this time and time again because I really do believe in people. And I cannot wait for, for everyone else to start believing in themselves. That's going to be such a beautiful day when we can all stop being so hard on ourselves and accept ourselves and love ourselves for who we are and what we are. Trust me, there is literally no point in being such a bully to yourself. Stop it. Enough. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just believe me. Trust me. Have faith, please, and thank you. (laughs) Okay, I'm getting wacky. Um, And I've been sitting here for way too many hours for... Uh, not even 20 minute video so I gotta go I'm gonna do some self-care I hope you do the same I'm sending you all my love all my positive energy stay happy stay healthy love you everyone bye-bye